Forever and always, I'm always here. Welcome, welcome, everybody. It's me, Tom, and I want to welcome you again to Forever and Always, episode eight. And um, for those who are new, Forever and Always is a podcast about Baywatch for Baywatch fans by a Baywatch fan, me. And it's wonderful to be here once again with everybody. Um, Forgive me if I speed through the pleasantries a little bit. (laughs) Believe me, I don't mean to be rude. We just, again, uh, in this cornucopia that is um, Baywatch, we have so much to cover. And, um, you know, with what time that we do have in this studio, I really want to um, put our best foot forward and make sure we're utilizing it uh, (laughs) in a manner that uh, makes sense. And I always think... Um, To this analogy, uh, when uh, Mitch or one of the gang sees somebody drowning or struggling in the water, they don't sit around and uh, (laughs) bake a cake and um, say hi to everyone. They jump into action. I mean, they are running out to the water to rescue. And um, I really think that's what we have to do here. Um, There were some um, there's a lot to cover. Um, You know, I think we made a lot, a lot of progress. on the pilot last episode and um you know we're just full steam ahead going forward and i'm I'm just thrilled um <clears throat> and so on that note i just want to um, take care of a few brief things um there's been some um quite some news uh again um in the world of baywatch and in you know in my world as well as well as you with the anchors uh, you know these type of things has a sick uh, you know a expanding effect um and so when one thing happens, it's a ripple, a ripple effect again, and it kind of affects us all. Um, I want to say, first off, um, if you are watching on YouTube, um, and I really encourage you to do so, I do think it adds a lot of elements um, that, you know, maybe the strictly audio medium cannot provide. Uh, but fear not if you are on um we are now on iTunes also, which is big, big news. I was going to devote a whole episode to that, but um. For posterity's sake, I think I can just mention it here. We are on iTunes. Um, It was a lot of back and forth. And, you know, I spoke to a few representatives from Apple and they said, we don't really understand what your podcast is about. And I said, well, it's clear as day. It's about Baywatch, obviously. Um, But after some, um, you know, hemming and hawing, uh, they we are on the platform. So for you iPhone users, um, (laughs) welcome. Uh, And we're we're thrilled to have you. and I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be great. Uh, pardon me. <clears throat> so as I was saying um, before, you know, I got a lot on the brain here today. <laughs> um, as I was saying, uh, if you are watching on YouTube and obviously you can see the hat uh, again, it's, I, I, I can't get enough of this hat. I rarely take it off. Um, but if you can peek maybe on the sides and I'll give you a quick look here. Um, you will see that my hair um, is actually um, a shade of gray, um, which I can understand uh, being quite a bit of a shock. Um, And uh, I assure you, um, (laughs) my natural hair color is brown. um, And this is not sort of, you know, a, um, you know, some sort of reverse uh, Benjamin Button situation. I'm not aging rapidly or um, anything like that. So, (laughs) alleviate your fears in that regard. Um, I guess I should, um, 
should start from the beginning. Uh, I had finished my duties, um, which have become quite light up here at the church lately, um, which again, I can, um, I can probably drill down in a later episode or if we have time, maybe a little bit today. Uh, but I was doing a lot of research um, and just peek behind the curtain again, whenever, um, as we've been covering this pilot, every time uh, after an episode, I'll do a full watch through of the pilot um, just to make sure I'm not missing anything. You know, it's very important that we cover all of these details. But as I was doing, um, you know, my rewatch, uh, obviously I start with the, um, the intro, you know, the intro and the intro song, which I just love. Um, and, you know, I'm watching this with a keen eye and, um, I witnessed something that, you know, and I've seen this intro thousands of times. Of course, I saw something that I had never, ever seen before. And it really took me aback. And I said, whoa, let's hit pause on this. Um, and so I did. And what I noticed and it is a real quick swoosh effect. And you, you know, you're seeing people walking on the beach and enjoying and having a good time. And, um, you know, for me, this is foreign as I've only been to the beach the one time that I discussed in the pilot. And uh, again, I didn't, uh, it was definitely not my cup of tea, <laughs> but I noticed this older gentleman, um, in the, you know, when I froze the frame, I said, what is this guy up to? You know, um, and he was carrying, you know, this gizmo, um, you know, it was a long, you know, a pole with a, you know, a circular pad. It almost looked like a, you know, a small UFO or something attached to the end. And, uh, these big headphones. And I said, I, you know, I've never seen anything like this before. And, um, so I immediately, um, you know, pedaled down to the library and, um, you know, started pouring over, um, encyclopedias and, you know, microfiche and old newspaper clippings and articles. And, um, <clears throat> I just couldn't figure this out. It was a great mystery. And so, um, as a last resort, I went up to the librarian, Christy, um, you know, a friend of the family and, um, you know, really just a dynamite librarian all around. And I said, Christy, can you tell me what this gizmo is? And I described it to her and she said, well, Tom, that is a metal detector. And I thought to myself, a what? And she said, a metal detector. And I said, well, Christy, can you tell me what this thing does? What the heck does this thing do? And, um, well, you know, kind of incredulously, um, she says, well, Tom, it, you know, it detects metal. <laughs> and I said, oh, well, yeah, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I guess you could um, say it's appropriately named a metal detector. And I said, wow, you know, I got to get my hands on one of these. And, um, you know, if I'm going to learn about Baywatch, I certainly have to know um, what's going on in the intro. Um, you know, I envisioned being in front of a panel and um, one of the anchors asked me, you know, hey, Tom, what's, you know, what's this old guy carrying around on the beach? <clears throat> and boy, would I, um, would I look foolish if I didn't know. So, um, I, you know, I started looking in the classified section of the paper, uh, the Decatur times and, um, you know, the penny saver and asking around, um, the congregation, uh, well, former congregation, um, or, you know, congregation in flux. I'm not really sure how to describe it at this point, but again, that's, um, we'll get to that. And, um, you know, so finally, um, you know, a member of the church, Randy, uh, said, Tom, you know, I have one of those metal detectors up in, um, uh, up in my attic. You're welcome to come grab it. If you would just, you know, please stop, you know, bothering people about it. <laughs> and so I said, fair enough. And, uh, um, I went and got the metal detector and I took it home obviously. And, um, 
unboxed it and poured through, um, <clears throat> you know, the instruction manual. And I, you know, I was all geared up. I had my hat and everything and I was ready to go. <clears throat> and so I went outside and I told uh, JF, my babysitter, supervisorial companion, I said, hey, I'm going to go outside and detect some metal. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, she mumbled or grumbled something and, uh, you know, went back to, um, staring at her phone. And, uh, so off I was and, uh, you know, I had the headphones on and I'm out, you know, I'm detecting and, uh, you know, I'm not finding anything and I'm not really looking to find anything. I'm more just, you know, it's more about the experience and, um, you know, so I had been out there for, gosh, I don't know how long, probably an hour or so. And, uh, before I knew it, a storm had really rolled up, um, and, you know, I could finally over the, you know, the ding, 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 or, you know, it's more of a beep, 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 that kind of thing. And you're here, you know, and it's detecting the metal. Um, even over that noise, I could hear, you know, the roar of the thunder and the approaching fury of the storm. And I said, oh, boy, uh, <laughs> we better get inside. And so um, <clears throat> and I gathered everything up and uh, went up to the door and it really started raining at that point. And I was, um, you know, very worried about the electronics of the metal detector. Um I knocked on the door and, um, to my, um, real disappointment, um, there was no answer and the door was locked, obviously. And, uh, you know, so I'm knocking and knocking and knocking and, uh, you know, the rain is really, really coming in now and uh, I can barely see and, um, you know, thunder is crashing and lightning, you know, it's almost like a, uh, it's almost, if the lightning was so intense, uh, it was almost daytime in the middle of the night. And, uh, I said, Tom, you better, uh, you better do what you got to do to get inside. Let's try the front door. And so, you know, as I'm turning the corner, I, you know, all I see is a brilliant, brilliant flash of, of white, you know, and then, you know, darkness, obviously. Um, and I don't know how long uh, I was outside. I was drenched to the bone. Um, but when I came to, um, I was told that I had encountered a what I believe the technical term is a near human lightning strike. So an NHLS, um, which, you know, thankfully it wasn't just a HLS, <laughs> but it was a near human lightning strike. And, um, you know, that blew my socks off and, um, you know, literally actually it did blow my socks off. Uh, we still haven't found the left sock. Um, luckily they did find my hat. It was about 20 feet away from uh, where I laid. And, um, so I can, I'm so grateful that, um, I, you know, I'm still in possession of this. Um, but, um, yeah, um, the, you know, I didn't feel any pain and I've recovered quite nicely. Um, as you can see, but what did occur, um, and I'm going to put a picture of this, you know, hopefully in this video, maybe here or here or here. And, you know, I don't know. Um, but my hair turned, you know, much like the brilliant white flash. I saw my hair actually turned bright white. Um, pardon me. And since then, um, you know, I guess that is an after effect of a NLHS, uh, NHLS. I'm sorry. Um, but since then, it's settled into this nice gray tone, which I'm really thrilled about. Um, I think it does add a bit of gravitas, you know, as kind of I feel I am an elder statesman of the anchor community. And, <clears throat> you know, even in, um, you know, maybe for next year's um, summer camp trip, um, you know, while I am still a camper per se, I am, you know, by nature of my age an elder. <laughs> 
So I think that's uh, actually dynamite, and I really am enjoying the hair. Um, so, you know, uh, when life gives you uh, lightning, you got to make, you know, well, uh, you know, something good out of it. <laughs> Not lemonade, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> so, um, I don't know if any of you are familiar with your, you know, your Saturday morning cartoons or anything like that. I'm sorry. I, I, my brain's a little scrambled here, <laughs> as you can imagine. Um, but I don't know if many of you or any of you are familiar with these cartoons. And, um, you know, certainly as I was growing up, I wasn't allowed to watch any of these. Uh, but, you know, as a child, I was a voracious reader. And through um, my many readings of the, you know, encyclopedia and things of this nature, um, I did see pictures and whatnot of these characters. So I am familiar with your, you know, your Mickey Mouses, your Blue Toes, your Goofies and your Thomas and Jerry. Um, I was always very keen about and curious about watching uh, Thomas and Jerry, um, given that me and Thomas share a name. And uh, I always wondered to myself, I wonder if this Thomas, this cat, this character um, is a boat water. <laughs> but maybe that's uh, something for another podcast. <laughs> it's neither here nor there, I guess. Um, but I do very specifically recall um, when one of these characters was, you know, you know, had an actual lightning strike. Um you know, they would be shocked and you could actually see their skeletons, um, you know, as they're being shocked, it would flash in and out of, you know, their regular body. And then you could see their skeletons. And now I'm not sure if that's what happened to me. Um, you know, as far as I know, you could not see my actual skeleton in the, um, you know, in HLS, the near human lightning strike. But um, if anybody you know, in the Decatur area happened to witness this, um you know, please let me know and uh, let the let my anchors know if you could actually see my skeleton. I think that'd be actually, you know, absolutely dynamite if you could. Uh, <clears throat> but moving along, I guess that's not, you know, really important uh, for right now. Um, you know, the aftermath of the lightning strike, um, my supervisorial companion, JF, was, you know, obviously fired. And, uh, you know, <laughs> as much as um, I think she's done, you know, a fair job over the years, um, you know, when, you know, someone in your stead gets uh, struck by lightning, I think it's um, <laughs> it's appropriate <laughs> to move on from that. Um, and, you know, kind of in, you know, within that, um, I have taken up, you know, a semi-permanent residence here in the church. Um, I have been tasked, I guess, by my, you know, by myself um, to be the caretaker. And I think it's something that, you know, really deserves a lot of my attention. So for most days and nights of the week, I will be actually staying here right here in this very studio, um, you know, and it is a little scary. It's a little spooky um, to be away from home, but I do think it will give me a lot of time to work on, uh, you know, the podcast, obviously. And um, <clears throat> that actually brings me to the episode that we are going to discuss today. And now it is not the pilot and it's actually, a you know, quite a year off from our path. Um in my recovery, um, you know, I was looking for some, uh, some new topics to discuss. And I just happened to be watching Baywatch nights and, um, you know, I, I was on season two and I believe it's episode nine, although it could be episode four. Again, I think my brain is still <laughs> kind of putting together the pieces, um, after the lightning strike. And, um, it's called, and it brings me to a great point, um, the episode itself is called The Strike. And um, 
I don't want to go too far into Baywatch Nights. I really want to, you know, these are going to be some bonus episodes, these Baywatch Nights episodes. And I, I certainly want to put some, some warnings out before I really dig in and some age gating because, you know, while Baywatch can be a, you know, very intense, dramatic show, Baywatch Nights can just be flat, flat out scary. <laughs> I mean, there are monsters and, um, you know, some science fiction elements and, uh, some nightclubs and these things are, you know, can be very terrifying. Um, but in this episode, um, I just want to, you know, kind of briefly go over it. Um, Mitch is, you know, this is ironically in this episode, um, it's Baywatch. It should be called Baywatch days because it took place during the day. Um, Mitch sees a, you know, what the, what I guess people would describe as kind of a meek and um, nerdy, you know, first time surfer out there really struggling to catch a wave. And, um, you know, as he does, um, you know, being the type of guy he is, Mitch goes out to, you know, give him a helping hand as, you know, he's an expert surfer, obviously. And, um, as they're there discussing things, you know, he's showing him some technique and, uh, doing some bonding just in general. Um, they are actually, struck by lightning a rogue lightning strike as they call it strikes both of them and it's a big flash and again it's very scary and they're both you know knocked off their feet and um you know as is the usual mitch um recovers very rapidly and quite nicely um but after his lightning strike and this is a bit of a mystery a bit of a twist if you ever watch this episode and we will all do that together (laughs) i'm sure um, Mitch is able to actually be in contact with aliens and contact aliens himself, which I thought was just, whoa, it really blew me away the first time. And even this time, you know, that had to be my fifth or sixth time seeing it. It still blows me away every time. And now I can confirm that I have not, um, you know, since my strike, I have not been contacted by aliens nor, um, you know, nor do I necessarily know that I would want to. <laughs> um, and I am, you know, certainly not looking to contact them. Um, but if you are out there listening to the podcast, uh, <laughs> feel free to leave a comment or like. <laughs> you little green guys. Um, but yeah, and again, I just, you know, the only reason I bring this up is it is very clear to me um, that, you know, me and Mitch's destinies are certainly intertwined at this point between the, um, obviously the lightning strike, um, you know, the multiple examples of being, you know, poisoned by, um, you know, toxic fumes and things of this nature and uh, Mitch hitting the tree and, you know, all of these things are really, really, um, really showing me that, you know, this is, you know, Tom, this is your life too. You are in your wholly intertwined with the world of Baywatch and Baywatch nights. And I, you know, I don't know what to expect going forward, but I'm, uh, absolutely thrilled about being along, um, for the ride. And, um, I'm very, very happy to have all, you know, all the anchors out there and all the fans, the Baywatch fans and the, you know, uh, Mitch heads and things of this nature. Um, I'm very happy to have you along for the ride as well. And, um, just a few things. Um, well, Actually, I think it's time for me 
to go. I'm under um, strict orders to take bed rest. And um, <laughs> I guess it's time for one of my six hour naps. And uh, I'm going to do that. And um, I promise, I promise, I promise, um, barring any unforeseen circumstances, we are going to hop right back into the pilot episode next week. And I just want to leave you with one tidbit. If you hear lightning or you hear thunder or see lightning, <laughs> please, please, please go inside and uh, make sure you have a key to get into your house. So, for now, I'm always here.